the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Lending money to your children to buy a home. It's going to become more and more common, or it is more and more common these days. As 60% of millennials, who are the first-time home buyers out there in theory, um, they're not very confident they can afford to do so. And 60% say they're not confident we can do it. So more than a third of them are looking to mom or dad for a loan or a gift, or maybe even another relative. Should you lend money to your kids or adult children in your family? It's up to you. It's personal, like I said. But if you're a middle-income earner, no. I.e., if you're not able to save, max out your retirement and live, you got to max out your retirement. I'm assuming you're already living. Um, if you have to use your nest egg, I think it's a bad idea. Because to me, that's a little bit of financial engineering. You're taking from your retirement to fund their first house. You're not giving them cash or a gift. You're taking from your retirement. Yes, you can pay yourself back. And yes, the interest rates are pretty friendly. But also, if you lose your job and or... If things go bad for whatever reason, you know, you don't have that retirement or you have to, you know, figure out how to reflate it, so to speak. If you're nearing retirement, I think it's really cautious time to be lending money to people. I know people love the feeling of helping their kids. I know, I know. But parents who invest their money instead of giving it to children could potentially leverage another 10 to 15 years of compounding interest. So don't give it away too fast. Um, I've got a family member who, you know, I'll say bless their heart or whatever. Um, They wanted to give money to a daughter and a son-in-law. And they dropped $200,000 on this idea. That money was spent. Had they kept it and put it in the market in those seven years, the the market was up two, three, four hundred percent, depending on if you had the courage to buy at the bottom. I'm not saying that you did, because I don't want to exaggerate to the up, nor do I want to exaggerate to the down. But those are the people who should not be lending money, are people close to retirement. It's a good idea if it's a good investment. That makes sense. If you plan to lend the money instead of gifting it, you may reap some financial benefits. But get it in a contract. You can lend money at a cheaper rate than banks and also set up a greater return than you would if you put the money in a bank. So let's say you want to get 2% on your money or 3% on your money. You can lend the money to a family member and say, here are the terms. But you don't have the the mess of going out and owning bonds or CDs or whatever your source of income might be. Um, it's a good idea if your, your son or your daughter, your family member, has a good source of income. So, you know, if they've completed grad school and they're in the position for strong earnings, you know, hell, heck yeah. Love your love your family members, and it's remember that it's only money. But if it's again, if you're tapping your retirement, bad idea. If you're close to retirement, 
I'm not crazy about the idea because I kind of want you to see, you know, how expensive things are or not. But again, that brings up the touchy topic of money and how some people absolutely, positively, definitively want to um, kind of be in control. Um, and some people want to say, you know, my, my family's my life. My family's my life. I got a tattoo that says mom. I also got one that says Cynthia, but don't ask me about that one. I also got one that looks strangely like a flower. Don't ask me about that one either. That one makes me sensitive. So these are some of the things out there. Again, do I pretend that I can give you financial advice on families? No. It's just like if you know a person who's going through divorce, I can't pretend to give advice. Um, I could say, you know, there's be steady and be calm and such when it comes to financial decisions, but... Uh, I need to be careful to kind of keep it in my own limited world, so to speak. So, <clears throat> most dangerous threat out there. What do you think it is in your mind right now? Markets tend to go up. And they tend to be tied towards um, capitalism. Markets tend not to go up forever and ever. And there tends to be some down years. Um, we saw President Barack Obama walk into... A big market pullback that some people say maybe was his doing. Maybe the markets knew something. Some people would say he inherited it. But then, basically, since Obama took office, the market's gone up and up and up. So when we say it's been a nine-year up market, it's all of Obama's eight years plus the first year of Trump. Um, that tells you, like, it's been quite a time, right? So to give you another perspective on the market, and why I like it, but I am going to tell you one of the things that I'm worried about. Um, the market and why I like it um, heavily tied towards capitalism and the low interest rates. And um, yes, the interest rates are, are coming higher. And yes, there's always going to be something you know more interesting out there. But I'm not interested in interesting. Some of the things that I'm worried about is a big crypto jacking. Something that they'd make a movie out of. Something where Kevin Spacey and his team of 10 Harvard students uh, crack the code. And wait, 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 wait. I'm not allowed to. Kevin Spacey's not allowed to be in the movie. Oh. Okay, let's, let's, let's cast another actor. Louis C.K. making his dramatic debut in Crypto Theft. Fallen out of favor, Harvard professor and 10 students who all got uh, kicked out of school for various reasons that are going to be showed on camera and will make you laugh. But yeah, <laughs> things that I'm worried about, like waking up and hearing that X amount of dollars was stolen from a Bitcoin exchange, something shocking. Um, clearly, when you have Russia saying that they could throw a nuclear bomb now anywhere around the world, Russia's just not... See, this is the interesting thing about Russia. I'm not pretending to be a political science major. But they're just not relevant anymore. So they can go out and attack the Crimea. Basically, you know, a bunch of goat farmers with, with pitchforks. Um, but they, what they pull in Syria, it's very small and it's very limited. And it, it's very size-driven decision. Um, you're not going to see the Soviet Union go into a big country ever again. Or a big 
well, I'm not going to say ever again, or a big engagement, but what they'll do is they'll get hackers who you get 10 math students who can bring down a crypto exchange. Woo-hoo. That's some calamity. You get some hackers who can try to you know change the vote or at least turn our country into the kind of a laughing stock of, did we get hacked? Was one vote, one vote? Was democracy all that it's cracked up to be? So those the, it's, it's the weird outliers right now that I'm most worried about on Wall Street. It, it's The jobs are fine. The inflation's okay. The higher interest rates we can deal with in, in increments. Mine is waking up and finding something crazy what happened. Is, you know, maybe a nuclear strike. Maybe hackers taking down a big exchange. It's all about confidence. I'm Rob Black. Stay confident, my friend. 800-516-1220. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. So that Friday jobs report was pretty Goldilocksian. I know I'm not supposed to use made-up words, but that's okay. So here we are in the middle of March. We're looking at being glued to inflation stories. That's where we are. We're no longer saying, hey, there's a tax cut coming, because we already know that. So we're constantly looking for what's next. The jobs report that came on Friday showed us combined solid jobs growth with a lack of wage pressure. That's very Goldilocksian. Not too hot, not too cold. Just right, said Papa Bear. Papa Bear said. And then Mama Bear said. How come a bear spoke English, not like Russian? I always figure my bears to speak Russian, right? Anyhow, so the Dow, the NASDAQ, the S&P, all kind of like this kind of formula that we're in. Gains were broad on the news of not too hot, not too cold of jobs report. We didn't create a lot of inflation. Investors get a second indication of inflation this week. Got one on Friday with wage inflation. Now we're going to see one on Tuesday with consumer prices. And will the whole sailors, the middlemen, will they pass it on to us, the consumers? If they see inflation, if they have to pay more for an employee, if they have to pay more for, you know, God, whatever they're paying money for, uh, will they pass it on to you and me? Lots of talk, very little action. I would say that this market is pretty um, talk, 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 and not doing a lot. But we do seem to be worried about an aggressive rate hikes later this year or kind of over the next 12 to 18 months is the best way of saying that. So maybe 12 to 15 months. There's some interesting news. The Wall Street Journal is involved in speculation that Intel might look to acquire Broadcom to preempt a possible acquisition of Qualcomm. Intel's got the bucks. So Intel go in. Hell going after Broadcom to stop Qualcomm from being acquired by Broadcom, even though Qualcomm's going for NXP Semiconductor. Oh, 
trying to keep a bingo card or a scorecard of like who's trying to marry who in the world of mergers and acquisitions. North Korea's diplomatic overtures. Kind of a big story last week. Uh, will Donald Trump, the president, grace North Korea with his presence? Or is that a no-go? Will China have a ruler who rules indefinitely? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Microsoft has a new CFO coming up. Is he the one who's going to be taking over for Gary Cohen in the White House? Missing more tonight at 11. Remember the good old days of television? Where they knew how to promote a show? So take a look at the markets. Um, we're pretty good. One of the areas that uh, I noticed last year that I wanted to talk a little bit about was I saw that, do you remember a couple of years ago, Tiger kind of dropped out of golf and Nike kind of dropped out of golf equipment? Crazy, right? Does that tell you that there's not a lot of money in golf equipment? <clears throat> Does it sh- tell you that there's a shrinking demographic? Does it tell you that it needs a star to be successful? NBC Sports saw a record 3.26 overnight rating on Saturday for its coverage of the Valspar Championship. That's the best rating for a round three of a PGA Tour event on any broadcast network since 2006. It's the best rating ever for the Valspar Tournament. An eye-popping 181% gain over round three of the event last year. There was no Jordan Spieth. There's no Rory McIlroy, who both missed the cut after Friday. It suggests for, you know, all intent and purposes that there's, you know... There's Tiger Woods, as far as product goes, and then there's Spieth, McElroy, Thomas, Fowler, Jason Day, and none of them, and maybe even combined, can they pull the mainstream attention that Tiger Woods could pull? Is it because he was once a child prodigy who became a hero, who dominated at Stanford, who dominated the PGA, who dominated as an American, who fell from grace? Who, during these weekends, would hook up with random and various, sometimes porn stars, sometimes waitresses, sometimes you. So, Woods hasn't played at a PGA Tour event in a long time. And, uh, you know, this year he's starting to get back into it. He's had his back surgically repaired, I think, a couple times. I don't know. But he's product. So when you hear about Intel inside product, for Nike, he is a, a, a sponsor. So if I saw the Golf Channel and NBC say ratings were up 100 plus percent, do I think Nike has 100 percent upside? No. Different businesses, right? It doesn't hurt Nike. Even though they don't sell the golf equipment anymore, they still sell golf shirts, golf hats, golf tiger uh, cleats. Thing. I mean, they, they got some product out there. So just saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, so Tiger's product, Intel's product, Semiconductor's product, um, Netflix's product. I keep hearing about this horror movie on Netflix. They're saying Netflix 
very smartly is putting out a press release. People can't even get halfway through. You know how we know? Because, well, we watch what you stream. Da, da, da. We, we, we know what you're doing. We, we, we know. So new horror movies out there, and Netflix is saying people aren't, aren't brave enough to get through it. <laughs> I love it. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Find me on Twitter at robblackshow and YouTube, robblackshow. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. It's that wonderful time of year. Well, maybe it's that time of year that keeps coming around and coming around and going around and coming around and going around and coming around and going around. Tax time, right? It always seems to be out there waiting for your tax refund. It's a sticky blend of anticipation and anticipation. Lack of patience when you are owed money back. You're like, oh, I want it now. And then you get kind of frustrated. Like, why couldn't it be faster? Well, there's some things you can do to speed it up if you are owed a refund. File your tax return as soon as possible. You'll get your money sooner. I know. I know. It's kind of a thing that you're kind of in line. Um, But the sooner you file, it also means that the odds of criminals taking your refund might go lower, right? Because you already are in the system. As a check mark, we got the forms, so the longer you wait, you might find yourself in a situation of some people stealing your identity and filing your taxes and have it sent to a P.O. box or something stupid like that where you're like, oh, they fell for the old P.O. box trick. You want to avoid the mail. Don't file a paper tax return. They can take six to eight weeks. File electronically instead. Um, you typically get your refund within 21 days if you file it electronically. Um I don't know how the whole IRS thing works, but I can tell you from my limited dating history in life, um, when you break up with an IRS agent, try to do it. It's like, no, it's all about me. It's really not about you and your horsey teeth. No, it's really not about you. And we um, the idea. It's make it all about you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Are you getting a tax return? Keep in mind that if you get a tax return, that you are doing something probably slightly wrong. That means you gave the government too much money during the year. I don't want to say you want to get into a situation where they throw a lot of money at you. I think you kind of want to figure out what's correct for you. If you're in a situation where they're throwing a lot of money at you, you've given them a tax-free loan. If you're in a situation where... You haven't given them enough money. They're going to say, you owe us some interest, uh, depending on how you know kooky you got. But doing direct deposit, also a nice way to speed up your tax refund. If you can, track your uh, refund's whereabouts with the IRS and your state, though tracking your refund won't actually make things move faster. It at least gives you a better idea of what to expect your money. So if you e-filed, you can usually start... 
um, seeing where they are, and this is about 24 hours after that. There could be only one ruler, not Highlander. Ninjas who cut off people's heads to become the master of the universe? No. We're talking about there could be only one ruler. Black Panther wins again. Ruling the box office for a fourth week, topping a wrinkle in time, which, you know, Disney had a company called Marvel, who did Black Panther. Disney has Disney, who did a wrinkle in time. So Disney got the top two spots, which isn't too shabby for Disney. It does tell you that Black Panther was a bigger success than expected. It also tells you that a wrinkle in time, if you take a look at the numbers, did a little bit on the disappointing side. For all the star power, for the eternalness of uh, the childhood story, it's a little Christian. And uh, there's some controversy on whether they toned down the Christianity in A Wrinkle in Time, or did they not? I don't know. I'm not a movie reviewer. My job is to get you excited about product. So when I tell you something, you know, along the lines of, you know, um, Tiger Woods was good product for NBC this weekend, was good product for Nike, I can also tell you that, you know, um, Black Panther is dominant for white Disney's trying to pull off. So it's hit a billion dollars at the global box office. That's the 16th Walt Disney release to hit the milestone, as well as the fifth Marvel film alongside the Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3, Captain America, Civil War. The film Black Panther has grossed over $562 million in the U.S. and is already the seventh highest release of all time. One of its records includes number one February debut of all time, racking up $202 million domestically over the first three days. That's pretty impressive. Uh, when I first heard about Black Panther, and again, I am not a comic book aficionado, I didn't exactly think that like this was going to be big. I didn't think it was going to be small, because Marvel and Disney, they usually end up doing pretty well. But this is big. And if it's the 16th movie for Disney to hit that billion-dollar level, um, I, I, I think it's a good sign for Disney, right? You know, they can. You think there's gonna be a Black Panther two and a Black Panther three? I think so. Um, the new horror film, Strangers, Pray, The Strangers, Pray at Night, with Christina Hendricks, took in 10.5 million. Oh, not a good day to be Christina Hendricks, right? With Black Panther's been out for four weeks. An old man Black Panther takes you down. But how about this? Jennifer Lawrence. Um, fourth place with Red Sparrow. Uh, so right now you are either hitting it big or you're missing it big in the world of movies. Now, there's also this weird phenomenon where the Academy Award Best Picture... Um, you know, big story, The Shape of Water. Uh, you know, it comes out to theaters basically after everyone loved the movie. <laughs> uh, but it, it's out there. It's out there. It's doing its thing. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. What else is there really to hit on right now? Smart credit cards. Um, I've had two credit cards that kind of overlapped each other as far as travel goes, and I've they both are pay cards, so I, I, I killed one of them. Um, I stayed on top of things, so 
anytime I sign up for a subscription, I tell my phone, tell me in 360 days that my subscription's almost over. Please cancel it. So that's kind of what I did there. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Back to Black Panther for just a moment. Um, did you see it coming? Because it, it's pretty impressive what they've pulled off. So taking down Dark Knight um, as the number two superhero release of all time. It's not bad when you think about it. Or was it? Is it just that February was that slow of a month, February slash March, that we really did want to get out? It's tough to say. Nope. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. South by Southwest is going on right now. What a cool, cool time to be cool, right? So Elon Musk looks pretty drunk in all the pictures that he's in. Um, that's not saying that he is. It's just saying that he looks it. Um, Mark Benioff is down there. Ashton Kutcher, Elon Musk, Snoop Dogg, um, all hanging out at South by Southwest. Um, get to talk a lot about the future of where we're going and why we're going there. Uh, if you've never been to a South by Southwest, it's, it's probably worth doing. Well, it's certainly getting a little bit uh, bigger, to say the least. And a lot like uh, everything, it gets kind of spoiled once everyone's figured things out. But anyway, still quite a show, to say the least. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Big IPO coming out this year called Dropbox. How well do you remember Dropbox? It announced in a filing last week that it plans to list 36 million shares when it goes public. So it's going to put the value of the company right around $16 to $18 a share. $7.5 billion company. And uh, should Dropbox have come public years ago when it was more of a, oh, I can give you an album and I'll put it all on Dropbox and you go download it and watch it whenever you want. Or, you know, file sharing is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> Disney setting to dominate Netflix in battle to be the world's leading content company. It's an interesting way of saying that, right? So Phil's Coffee starting to raise money. Almost as soon as Nestle spent $425 million to buy a majority stake of Blue Bottle Coffee in 2017 last year in September, the search for the next hot cup of joe investment idea comes, you know, pushing Phil's Coffee. It's a family-run coffee chain known for being a darling on the peninsula. Um, people are in love with it. Phil's has, Phil's has the cash to fuel an expansion and a key ingredient to become the next blue bottle, which is very much so individuality. And uh, Starbucks, they want to have like the same experience in every single Starbucks. Phil's, they want their baristas to be themselves. And is that enough of a shtick to drive us into Phil's Coffee and get some tantalizing Turkish brew or some Arabic aromic coffee or the Philharmonic or the iced coffees? Would you like some coffee? A lot of people really, really like Phil's. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. 
Welcome in. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Hmm. I have a problem with an email right now. That's bizarre. I don't know what I did wrong. Houston, we have a problem. Well, I will check on that later. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, thanks for listening to the show. Let's see. i got to do this one more time because I think I figured it out. Do-do-do. Play that funky music, Rob Black. Let's see. Take that out. That's crazy life. about Microsoft Office 365. I'm not sure about you, but I find it to be the online version. I'm an old man. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand I'm by. not experiencing technical difficulties. I'm all good. So the market's opened a little higher and have become a little bit weaker. Nothing to get upset about. Nothing shocking out there, in my opinion. Um, taking a look at some of the top stories out there, that's where it becomes a little bit more shocking because there's not a lot going on. There's a lot of talk about balance sheets. There's a lot of talk about, um, you know, what happened between January and February brought back volatility due to inflation. There's a couple cute, interesting stories out there today. Like, I am kind of fascinated with what's going on in the world of Qualcomm, uh, Broadcom, and Intel. Broadcom is a big chip maker has been said to have violated an order from a national security panel on a bid to push through a merger with rival Qualcomm. It's interesting. I own some shares of Qualcomm, and I got a letter from both Qualcomm and Broadcom saying, do I want to vote on you know a potential merger acquisition? And this kind of tells you who I am. I'm like, why do they have to waste the money and, and put this on paper? Like I, it, it almost made me upset that both of them did it. Um... <clears throat> So Qualcomm and Broadcom are kind of will they or won't she? Will they or won't she? Uh, She loves me, she doesn't love me. She loves me, she loves me not. Uh, There's a lot of that going on over there, which if you've ever been involved with, it just kind of makes you want to go crazy. Um, There's a lot of talk about today, and this is just, it's bad radio, so I don't want to do it. Who's going to replace Lloyd Blankfein as the top of Goldman Sachs? And... um, there, there's stories out there like that today. There's not a lot of, um, you know, I guess there's a little bit more still angst on the trade wars. Trade war fears are escalating at this point in time. There's a little bit of a global free-for-all going on with the trade wars, in my opinion. And I don't know, if I'm another country and the United States is saying, hey, we want to take a look at our, our our trade relationships and try to make it a little bit more fair for all involved. <clears throat> Keep in mind that a lot of people will say things like the United States is the world's police officer, and some people get upset by that, and some people go, that's right. Because, you know, we have freedoms, and we have power, and we have money, and we should always be the world's policemen and protect, um, you know, the people who need help. And there's a lot of people who are like, that shouldn't be, that's not our job. So some of that going on today. As far as the trade war goes, I have to imagine that some of the world's looking at us going, well, if it's good for them, maybe we should take a look at it, too. <clears throat> maybe Germany wants to reinspect you know, what they're sending out of their country and bringing it into their country. And there's a little bit that, that could go a little rogue. 
that could uh, increase some risks. So a lot of stories on Bitcoin still, and most of them are somewhere in the, the lines of, I don't know where the hell the price is going. Uh, it's not, that's not what the article says to you, but there, the article will say something like, Goldman Sachs warns, risks are rising that Bitcoin will fall through its February lows. So that's, see, again, that just tells you there's not a lot of material there, in my opinion. Um, other big stories, HBO is hanging out down at South by Southwest, and they basically did a pretty expensive little Westworld experience. Uh, filled with gunslingers, women, and booze. And uh, it sounds kind of cool. Like it, There is something to be said for that production value. Entertainment getaway thing. Um, there was a couple, a couple years ago from uh, the West Coast, and they saw that like Halloween kind of has some not great, you know, uh, haunted houses. And Halloween kind of has some not great, you know, experiences um they can be done cheap you know hey pay ten dollars and go through the house of horrors and it's it's not worth it but for hbo to say we're going to dress people up in gear down at south by southwest to get people used to the idea of what westworld's all about and how it's this fantasy world of gunslingers booze and women they need another hit because game of thrones is ending for them and they need westworld to take that we'll take the torch for the next three, four, five years. So uh, a lot of people are pretty excited by HBO bringing this concept of a fantasy world to South by Southwest. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 